you are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now so what is good y'all i hope everybody's been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far i cannot believe that we are actually halfway through december almost and that the holidays are almost upon us so happy holidays in advance to everybody listening right now make sure that you take some well-deserved time off and relax with your family and friends and loved ones and just uh, sit by the fireplace and uh, watch the snow outside and just sip on some hot cocoa and bake some cookies and do some well-deserved self-care stuff okay so make sure that you're taking proper time off to enjoy yourself and the company of those that you love around you so that you make the most out of the holidays coming upon us so personally for me i'm very excited because uh i will be having well i technically have another week of technical like practical work in my lab uh for my phd and um starting i think thursday of next week i'll be officially off until the new year which i'm so excited about but you know that only means that um you know i still have work to do i mean you know grad school means uh, grad school equals work 24 7 but uh, i'm still pretty grateful for that because again like uh i am still doing work but it's like the theme of the whole show has changed in that I have a cup of like hot chocolate and with some marshmallows in it and you know some uh, gingerbread uh, freshly baked gingerbread by my side and just like you know doing the work but also enjoying the festivities in the meanwhile which is what everybody should be doing uh, during the holidays so yeah I'm still very very excited about all of that and uh yeah usually we do secret santa with my friends every year so i'm also very excited about that who doesn't love presents right and uh, you know just all that good stuff so i hope you all as well are very excited about the holidays just like i am and are looking forward to your time off and your break so yeah that's uh coming up in the upcoming weeks and speaking of which so for the past couple weeks we have been giving reviews and suggestions on some of the you know combat sports and martial arts related activities like leisurely activities that you can be doing over the holidays so that you can keep busy but also you know uh attend to that part of yourself that is just so obsessed with combat sports and martial arts you know so uh so far we've done reviews of awesome podcasts like mma and combat sports related podcasts that you can be listening to and binge listening to i guess over the holidays last week we gave you guys a review of some of the top classic uh 
MMA and I guess just combat sports movies that you could be binge watching <laughs> over the holidays. So we talked about some of the classics like the Rocky movies, some awesome, awesome Bruce Lee movies. We talked about the kickboxer movies and uh, actually, okay, so I told you guys last week that I was so hyped about, you know, all the movies that I was talking about at the time and uh if you remember, I briefly talked about this new movie that is currently out on Netflix, directed, produced, and acted, I guess, by Halle Berry. Halle Berry, she um, has made a new movie called Bruised, which is... Um, Okay, so I'm going to give you like a short synopsis of the movie. No spoilers. I'll just give you my honest review. And um, maybe later on you can decide whether or not you want to be watching it for yourself or not. But personally, I really enjoyed it because, again, not to... I'm Okay, I'm really bad at not giving out spoilers. So if any spoiler comes out in the meanwhile, please, I do... Like, I really apologize in advance, but... Again, this is my honest review of the movie Bruised. I think it was a very well done movie and that it was essentially the classic Rocky movie, but done in the most progressive and modernized way possible. Why is that? Because, uh, well, the, the leading character, I guess, we, it, it, was, it was a woman which was awesome. I always hear on the show, I always talk about how um, even in like actual um, or, or sports organizations where we're starting to see like there is uh, women representation there, but it's not as abundant as male representation, which is which can actually get very frustrating at times. So I was very um, happy to see that th this movie had a leading character and that character was involved in women's MMA, women's mixed martial arts. And I believe this was the first time that we had any movie like this, you know, like a leading character who was a, um, like a woman MMA fighter. And Again, I, I just thought that it was a great idea and it showed us that, you know, we do have that like in our uh, world of combat sports and uh, it essentially took us behind the scenes of what some of these fighters, some of these women fighters might be like facing with regards to some of the challenges that they might be facing. I mean, obviously, this was a fictional story, but um it just showed it in a very heartfelt manner. Some of the stuff that I guess some uh, women fighters are dealing with, might be dealing with behind the scenes. Some of the things that we are not really notified of. Uh, we just watch their fights and we judge them based on their performance. But there's so many other things that might be happening behind the scenes. Um, you know, some of the politics in the world of uh, professional MMA and just some of the challenges that a, a fighter, an MMA fighter, who also happens to be a woman, would be facing in the society. So in that regard, I absolutely loved how they depicted and uh, went into every detail of all of that stuff. But also, I thought it was just really progressive because it didn't really talk about, you know, it wasn't like it was great that the main plot of the movie was uh, based on 
like women's involvement in MMA, professional MMA. But I also love that they try to include side stories and side plots, I guess, of other issues that are happening in the society. Uh, they harped on issues surrounding domestic violence and um, sexual abuse and uh another thing like um also harped on lgbtq issues as well and i just love to see it because again i feel like we don't really get as much representation and um uh, as much representation of these issues all in one movie if that makes sense and it was just great that we got to see it all at once and um yeah again the the plot was fictional but i'm sure that halle berry she definitely did her research prior to uh producing this uh, producing and directing this movie uh you would actually see her come to a lot of ufc events like actual ufc events for her to do her research so i'm sure that even though you know the plot was fictional she definitely talked to a lot of um people in the MMA game especially women fighters and got to learn about their stories and got to depict um, some of their stories on the screen so overall I actually really really enjoyed this movie uh, again I thought that it was very informative very heartfelt um, and just uh, overall an emotional and motivational movie as well I really, really loved it. So I would highly recommend everybody to go out and watch this movie. It's called Bruised. Um, and yeah, honestly, let me know what you think of it. Sh uh, give us a shout out on social media at TKO underscore podcast. Uh, if you have any reviews of this movie or if you have any comments, let us know that way. Okay. So, okay. What was I talking about? Okay, so this week, I want to give you guys some suggestions on some of the fights, some of the classic fights that you could be binge watching as well during the holidays while you sip on your hot cocoa and eat some holiday cookies. Okay, so I do have a couple from boxing and I do have a couple from MMA. These are like my all-time favorites. Uh because of the fact that it, like in my opinion it's just really hard to explain in words but once you see it for yourself and you perceive it for the first time it's hard not to unsee some of the things that i'm going to be telling you about so uh i guess my main criteria for choosing these fights that i'm going to tell you about was that there is absolute display of technicality in these fights there's so much dynamicness Mm, there is a lot of um, intense backgrounds or should I say there might be some intense background story to these fights that give it a lot of hype and anticipation while like while you're watching it but also uh, you just see the fighters just going at it and not really giving up like they're actually displaying a lot of heart and we love to see that in combat wars that I, I would say that's one of the biggest elements of uh doing combat sports and something that will gravitate uh has has been successful at gravitating fans to all combat sports and that is that okay yeah you're you could be so good with your 
um, I guess, athletic moves, but also there is just something about combat sports, that one-on-one combat and war that you have with your opponent inside the ring or inside the cage. Um, it's just so real and it's so, um, it is primal, but also in a good way. You feel the challenges that the fighters are going through. They might be getting injured, but the big thing is that they're not giving up and they're only coming back stronger than ever. And that's just always so attractive to watch. And, uh, we always love to see it, you know, in classic fights and, current fights like we it, it, we just love to see it. the fans love to see display of heart um yeah so th- those are like my biggest criteria for ch- like <laughs> choosing these fights that i'm going to be talking about today so when i say heart like display of heart in combat sports there is one uh, I guess, um, how, how do I put this? So two people that come to my mind that I always think of uh, just putting their absolute best out there and all the fights that they've had against each other. So you're probably thinking, Janan, what do you mean all the fights that they've had against each other? Well, this fight, well, th- these couple of fighters that I'm going to talk about today, um, they've they have fought three times previously in the past, like in the early 2000s in boxing. Um, and of course, I'm talking about, okay, I try my best not to be biased here, but this fight uh, or uh, the fights that these guys have had are my all-time favorite boxing bouts ever, period. And again, I'm trying my best not to be biased, but... Um, you know what? I'll let you be the judge of how good all the fights that these two fighters have had is. And of course, the fighters that I'm talking about are the one and only Arturo Gotti, rest in peace, and Mickey Ward. So Mickey Ward and Arturo Gotti, they fought three times in the early 2000s. And um, the fights kept getting better and better every time. And um, what I said about display of heart and not giving up goes for both of these fighters. They would not that they would they would be reckless in their fight and wouldn't really care about like properly defending themselves. Um, none of that actually because they were both so high level and actually so close in their fighting caliber, I guess. They would just keep on coming forward and try to uh, just uh, outbox the other person. And the other person would actually get hurt, but they wouldn't really give up. And you will see that. So the fights were just so beautiful to watch. And you will see that in all three of those fights uh, between Arturo Gatti and Mickey Ward. I personally love the fights that I've had so much that I actually purchased the t-shirt online that is uh, like an limited version, um, uh, <laughs> a limited version apparel and merch of this fight from this company that I'm not gonna drop names of because I don't wanna, uh, I don't want people to think that we're being sponsored by this company or you know what have you. But uh, that's how committed I am to the fights that these two awesome fighters have had in the past because every time I watch it, I, I simply cannot get enough of how beautiful, technical, and wholesome these fights have been uh, between Arturo Gatti and Mickey Ward. So 
Yeah, again, if you're looking for a very, very good boxing fight to watch over the holidays and to just sit down and analyze and maybe even rewatch, I would highly recommend this fight uh, or the fights, the three fights between Artur Gotti and Mickey Ward. Okay. All right. So, okay. That's my biggest um, boxing recommendation, the biggest like classic fight recommendation that I have for you guys. I know that there are so many more that people would actually tell me about uh, on social media. And I would actually highly recommend all of you to give us a shout out again on social media and let us know what is like your go to classic fight to watch whenever you're feeling like, oh, you just like have that urge to just, uh, you know, just uh, reminisce and uh, think about the good old days of uh I guess the glory days of combat sports, if that's the best way to put it. So let us know what is your go-to classic fight to watch. Okay. Just give us a shout out on social media at TKO underscore podcast, comment on our post or shoot us a DM, What whatever works best for you. I'm always, I'm actually really curious to see what people would say in that regard, but my personal favorite in boxing is the trilogy fight between Arthur Gotti and Mickey Ward. Okay, so another uh, recommendation that I have, this one is for MMA, and I don't know what it is about fights that are just often so, so incredibly good. They run it back. The promoters see it, see how good the, the fights have been, and they just run it back for multiple fights. The two fights actually that I'm going to be talking about are the fights between the former welterweight champion Robbie Lawler and uh, Canada's very own Rory McDonald. So again, the same criteria that I mentioned for that Arturo Gatti and Mickey Ward fights, uh, the same goes for this fight or these couple fights between Robbie Lawler and Rory McDonald because... They both have so much technique and um, they're simply not afraid to put it all out on the table. They're not cautious fighters. They fight smart, don't get me wrong, but uh, they don't on purpose fight cautiously so that they wouldn't get hurt, so that they only win by points kind of thing. None of that again. Um, they will actually come out there, guns blazing. Uh, try to completely dismantle their opponents. They've fought two times, and both times the fights have been incredible. Um, the fights, uh, if you if you watch them, just a I guess a heads up, things do get pretty uh, bloodied up. Okay, so I want to give you a heads up. Actually, for both the MMA fight and the boxing fight that I recommended, uh, again, because uh, no person, like neither of the opponents would back down. So that potentially leads to a lot of injuries and, you know, things like that during the fight. So there's a lot of that. However, well, thankfully, uh, the fighters were okay after the fight. Um, they didn't really sustain... Uh, like long-term injuries from those fights, which is good. I mean, I can't really comment. Okay, to be fair, and this is not a diss or anything to these fighters because, again, I, I uh, respect and appreciate 
all of them so much this is not a diss but again with regards to the long-term effects like there could be some cte effects like some uh, like long-term brain trauma effects that i can't obviously comment on because that's like something that is uh to be known later on in the course of their career but uh, you know when it comes to i guess like uh, and uh, what is it like uh, intense hospitalization or you know things like that there was nothing of that regard at least as far as i'm concerned for these fights so yeah okay these fights are the ones that i would highly recommend that you watch in boxing and mma so in mma robbie lawler versus rory mcdonald the two fights and in boxing the arthur Gotti and mickey Ward trilogy fights i would highly recommend everybody to go out and watch those and let me know what you think so yeah um you have lots to uh, just enjoy over the holidays with regards to some of the things you could be doing leisure-wise while also just adding on to your MMA um, knowledge, I guess. So it's all good. Okay, maybe after this show, I'll actually sit down and, you know, have a beer or something and uh, watch the fights that I just told you about because, again, just talking about them got me so hyped up but you know we shall see we shall see all right okay so that's that next week i do want to give you guys some book recommended like mma and boxing book recommendations uh which are also i've uh read most of them and i do have a couple interesting uh recommendations for everybody out there so stay tuned for that for next week but right now, I want to give you guys some juicy breakdown of UFC 269 that is coming up this upcoming Saturday, which is December 11th. And uh, the main card is going to be happening at 10 p.m. Eastern time. It is going to be at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. And what other fight to headline it other than the championship uh, about in the welterweight division which is a headliner fight between charles Oliveira, the current lightweight champion of the ufc who's going to be defending his belt against the former interim lightweight champion and an uh ufc veteran dustin poirier so that's gonna be the main event of the evening which i'm very very excited about um okay just a side comment i guess i'm just really excited about how things are proceeding in the lightweight division in the UFC right now. As you may know, since the departure of our former dominant lightweight champion, Khabib Nurmagomedov, things have uh, shaken up a lot in the interim, uh, excuse me, in the lightweight division in the UFC. We had guys uh, scrambling so hard for this uh, new champion, for this vacant, the newly vacant champion position. And Charles Oliveira, having having had, I believe, 10 or 10 to 15 fights in the UFC already, um, he was pretty much an, a veteran of the of the organization. And not to say that people were losing hope on him. He was actually performing really, really well in the recent fights that he had. But, uh, you know, that tells you that, you know, never give up on your dreams because, again, like I told you, after having 10 to 15 fights in the UFC, he just became the champion at lightweight. And it is beautiful to watch because, again, he has 
um everything they need to have in a modern day mixed martial artist so he does come come from a background of brazilian jiu-jitsu a strong background of brazilian jiu-jitsu but also over the years his striking has gotten so so good so overall he's a very well-rounded mma fighter hence why i believe he genuinely deserves to be the champion right now in the lightweight division but we okay we have a very strong uh opponent here who's going to be facing him dustin poirier dustin poirier like i said before he was the champion when khabib couldn't fight for a brief period of time uh dustin poirier he stepped up so many times to first of all save so many pay-per-view cards for the ufc and uh for him to just show that he's also here in the roster and he's one of the strongest dudes to be considered and to be seen actually actively seen in the lightweight division and he got uh rewarded for that became becoming the interim champion at the lightweight division what happened after that was that he had a face-off against khabib Nurmagomedov, and uh he was defeated so he uh, he couldn't really become the full undisputed champion regardless that doesn't take anything away from how good of a fighter Dustin Poirier is arguably Dustin Poirier has some of the best boxing and striking skills not just in the lightweight division but uh, overall in the whole UFC roster which is great it gives him a huge competitive advantage when it comes to outstriking his opponents so having said that, I would say that it w- I, w- I would personally recommend that Dustin Poirier would utilize his striking skills against that of uh, uh, Charles Oliveira so that he's able to outstrike him. But and uh, with his shots, with his strikes, uh, he is able to keep Charles on the outside uh, so that Charles is not able to shoot for takedowns and to, to take Dustin down to the canvas so that he can employ his own brazilian jiu-jitsu skills that is something that dustin poirier really does not want to have happen in this fight because if it happens then it's going to be very difficult for dustin to scramble out of it especially if he is in a non-dominant position on the ground so yeah i would say um if he can he needs to try his best to keep the fight standing up and try to potentially outbox charles Oliveira. for charles though i would say because he has very long limbs um and yeah he's not dominantly a striker but when he does strike he's actually a pretty darn accurate striker so what i would recommend for charles to do is that he i feel like he needs to throw effective shots not like not like a lot of shots okay so if he throws those effective shots say dustin gets caught with one of them and uh he loses his focus he loses his guard um his guard comes down he's not able to properly box with charles and once charles sees that opening then he can attempt for takedowns and do his uh uh jujitsu with dustin that way but uh i think the key like the opening uh for all that later uh events like jujitsu events to come up is for charles to utilize his striking 
um, in a smart way so that he's able to break Dustin's guard and to, again, uh, attempt takedowns and uh, just go for those jujitsu skills that way. But yeah, that's how I see it playing. But again, the MMA math doesn't always work out. But regardless, I'm just really curious to see how each fighter comes into the ring and if they are going to be changing some of their game plans, some of their usual game plans, uh, because that does happen a lot. And, uh, you know, especially if we're a fight this important with such high implications, um, nothing is impossible, actually. So fingers crossed. First of all, for uh, both fighters coming into the fight healthy and uh, being able to weigh in correctly and properly and in a healthy way again. Uh, but we shall see. Okay, that's why I would highly recommend everybody to watch this whole UFC 269 fight card. I was actually going to give breakdowns of some of the other awesome fights that are happening on this card as well. I just want to give Amanda Nunes and Juliana Pena a huge shout out for being the co-main uh, event headliners. Or, or I guess should I say co-headliners. Uh, because that fight is also going to be very, very exciting. Even though we're not going to be having enough time to talk about it today. I would still recommend everyone to watch it properly and literally do not blink during that fight all right unfortunately i'm just looking at the clock right now that is all the time we're gonna be having for this week y'all make sure you go to cfru.ca to catch up with previous episodes and until next time it's your girl Janan right here and this is tko peace out